0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: The Knicks get ready to take on the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, excuse me, we're going to have Moke Hamilton, who's going to be joining us on the program at the top of the 7 o'clock hour, getting you ready for that matchup. Uh, also, we're going to hear from Joe Wiz in about uh, 30 minutes uh, with his picks and plays. But also, right now, we're going to hear from Fat Jack. Again, I, uh, I host a gambling show here each and every Friday night. Fat Jack, professional handicapper, was kind enough to join me last night to do a deep dive into all these Wild Card weekend games. We start, of course, with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Kansas City favored by four and a half. The over-under is sitting around 43 and a half. Let's start right there. Let's listen in.
0: I'm down here in South Florida right now. It's about 80 degrees with 80 percent humidity. So it is nothing like what they're going to run into that polar vortex going on in Kansas City In mm-hmm. uh, Miami. Under 40 degree weather, they're 0 and 9 straight up and 2 and 7 against the spread as a team. Uh, this is not a good spot for them. I, but I do think I do think this is another one of those games where you're going to get more points um, th- than I, I think a lot of people would think are going to happen. But I also think this game stays under because of what we've seen uh, with both of these teams um, throughout the course of the year, especially Kansas City. Kansas City is one of those teams. You know, They've gone under 12 of 17 games. They, this is a 70% under. I've made literally a small import just betting under Kansas City. They only have one weapon with Kelsey. The, the defensive backs have played really good. I worry a little bit about the linebackers matching up in space and coverage uh, because they really don't cover very well. Look for a lot of screen plays. Miami also runs the bar. Excuse me. They stopped the run really well. That's a team that doesn't give up a lot of rushing yards. So I think Mahomes is going to have to throw it. The weather's not going to be conducive to that. I just think we're going to have both offenses that are stymied and and are asking questions. How do we get the ball down the field? Lots of punts, uh, lots of uh, field goal attempts in the smell. I mean, it's going to be one of those weird games to watch, but I don't think a lot of of the, the balls are getting into the end zone. Go under the total in the Kansas City game. From a side standpoint, we talked about the rookie quarterback versus the the uh, veteran, but when you look at the names on the front of the jerseys in Kansas City, it's not what you're typically used to. I mean, this Kansas City team normally has multiple weapons. Their defense has done their part, but they just aren't spreading the ball around enough. I would have trouble laying. It's up to five in a lot of spots. Um, I would have trouble laying five. I like it a little bit more at three, three and a half. You're going to play just a small lean to Kansas City because I just don't trust Miami on the road. Better play on the under in that one.
1: I love it. I love it. Um, Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown, you could get right now at plus 110. Usually that's minus 200, Jack.
0: Yeah. I don't know who scored. I mean, I don't know how they're going to get it. This This weather, it's not just, you know, we talk about totals coming down because of, and the general public thinks, okay, rain, snow, cold, those generally don't send totals down wind sends totals down and then when you get extreme cold this extreme type weather where where the the water bottles will freeze if you're not putting them next to here that type of stuff that keeps totals down from a team that can't catch it anyway so you're right everything's leading toward a low scoring uh, there are some sharps that are really like over in this game i don't get it i don't know how they're getting over there have to be so many short fields and I understand that Kansas City's not going to be able to run the ball effectively, but that doesn't all of a sudden mean that, Kel- that uh, Patrick Mahomes has a lot of people to throw the ball to. So I think this thing stays under, and everybody leaves cold, and uh, the Chiefs squeak uh, squeak out a, a close one.
1: All right, let's take a look at Sunday. The Steelers going up against the Buffalo Bills. Same scenario here, horrible weather conditions. Uh, the Steelers are getting 9-10 in some places. The over-under, a very low thirty-three and a half. I like the Steelers getting the points here. What say you?
0: Yeah, I, I don't see how they're not a good bet in this. And by the way, I've been the guy banging Buffalo's drum for about a month and a half now. I mean, going back to Philadelphia, um, a lot of a lot a month and a half ago, I was betting on Buffalo, had him against Miami, had him against Kansas City. Uh, this is a team, you know, they've been third to win the Super Bowl for the better part of a couple of weeks now. Before they were even whether they're locked in the, the playoff position or even making the playoffs, they were behind Baltimore and San Francisco as the third uh, uh, favorite to win the Super Bowl. And so Vegas has figured out this team can play. But it, double digits, come on. I mean, not only are you getting Mike Tomlin, who, how in the world with Mason Rudolph this team's even in the playoffs, but this team's actually moving the ball a little bit, and especially lately they're scoring some points. And Buffalo, listen, we saw... Remember that that, that uh, thing on TikTok or whatever it was where they had the history of dance, where that guy danced and danced in the yes, 50s Yes, yes, yes. We basically... That we saw that with Josh. We saw basically Josh Allen of Buffalo's year in one game against Miami. He came out in the first half. He stole the ball to everybody the wrong team, fumbled the ball when he shouldn't, looking like an idiot. He's doing the jitterbug, doing the gy- all that kind of stuff. And, and then, all of a sudden... He's playing like the Buffalo that's been the second half of the season, not turning it over. They come back. They don't only cover. They win the game that they cover. So I'm all about what they're doing. But but Buffalo understands besides the weather, besides all the fat guys with barbecue sauce in their face, shoveling stuff, so this is a team that can't turn the ball over and win. And they've seen it they're more than any other team. They understand. If, Josh, if they give extra possessions, they lose. If they don't, then they win. They're going to have a conservative game plan, That's double digits with that type of game plan, and lots and lots of other numbers that, that lead you to believe Pittsburgh's going to cover the number. They're 19-7-3 against the spread in January. They're 47-23-3 against the spread. Their fast last 73 games as an underdog. Tomlin is an absolute genius about keeping his teams around, mudding up games. And as you pointed out, with this weather, Pittsburgh's the right side of the game.
1: Love it, love it. Uh, game number two on Sunday, the Packers going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas, they're so good at home. They are so good at home. Favored by seven, the over-under is fifty and a half.
0: Yeah, everybody keeps saying they're good at home. I think they're good against bad teams. I mean, they, they, they play better teams on the road than they have at home, so it looks like it's been a home-field thing. For me, it's, it's basically Dak Prescott and what he's done his entire career. When he plays teams with a winning record, he covers about three out of ten times. He plays teams with losing records, he covers about seven out of ten times. This guy's good. They're the bully in the in the schoolyard. They beat up on bad teams. They play really good against horrible teams. And when they play a good team, they lose. This Cowboys team's not going anywhere. And they're not because, guess what, when you hit the playoffs, you get to play good teams. Now, is this a good enough team? Well, I don't know. Green Bay's young. Well, the youngest teams ever to make the playoffs. I don't. I'm not as big a believer in Jordan Love as a lot of people are. He certainly improved through the year. I don't believe he could throw it with accuracy down the field. Uh, I also like that fact that the books have set this number at seven and a half. They're inviting you to play Green Bay here, plus that touchdown with the hook. I think this is a, this is a spot where um, Dallas does get in get Green Bay a predictable down and distances. I think they end up getting it done, not because they're at home, because this Green Bay team is kind of an average team. They're not really great. They're not really bad. But they're just in the middle. But they're young enough they're going to make some mistakes. Uh, Give me the Cowboys here. They're going to be beating their chest down in uh, Jerry World after this weekend. But I'm afraid it's short-lived. But I do think they get through this weekend.
1: Uh, then on uh, on Sunday night, we've got the Rams going up against the Detroit Lions. This might be the game that I'm probably most looking forward to watching uh, the Detroit Lions at home in the Motor City. Again, no, no worry about weather conditions. It's indoors on a fast track. Lions are favored by three. The over under is 51 and a half.
0: Yeah, this would be great if you were if you were having a debate competition and you wanted people to be able to come up with a solid argument for both sides. This is the game because you can do that. Who's gonna be better at shutting down Jared Goff than is his old team? I mean, trust me, the Rams know what Jared Goff does well and what he doesn't do well. Expect him to neutralize what he does offensively. Um, but but Detroit, they played a home games since I was like eighteen years old chasing girls that were way out of my league. I mean, this team does not play home playoff games. And so them getting that, there might be a little bit of an XL going on. Matt Stafford, the one and nine straight up as an underdog his last ten games the dog. I mean, this dude is not play, not performing well when he's an underdog consistently. So I can make a really good case either way. What I do think is going to happen is you're not going to have as many points. The Rams, although they've been scoring more lately, as not a, they're not a team that wants to run up in the 30s, and they understand that Detroit – if they get that going and if they get any type of lead, they're going to be able to get the ball down. The one thing Josh Allen has been able to do is big chunk plays if they're either down or if they're up enough that they can run some play action in early downs and catch you off guard. So I think that the Rams understand this game needs to stay close needs to be lower scoring. And I do think they'll be able to dictate pace to play a little bit. So I like under the 51 and a half, I lean toward the Rams plus the points here, but that's become a real public play as well. And I could see it's not going to totally surprise me. The the Rams have had two tail of two. They're like Philadelphia, two totally different seasons. First half totally different from the second half. It's not going to surprise me if they regress to the mean just a little bit. They are on the road and Detroit is certainly dangerous. So, tough tough side to play a lean toward the Rams, but definitely better play on the under
1: and last but not least monday night riveting eagles going against the tampa bay bucks weather conditions here are not supposed to be to be good either they're expecting rain and and some wind and both these teams are pretty beat up uh the bucks home dog getting three the over under 43 and a half what's what's your game script here jack
0: yeah, it, it won't be gr- it won't be great weather, but I promise you, Kansas City and Buffalo would both take whatever they're going to get in Tampa, uh, because it'll be raining and mist, and everybody will be complaining. But it's going to be a lot better, than they're going to get up north for sure. Um, I I, I, listen, I love what Baker Mayfield's done. Another one of those games where they're going to have to not make mistakes. May Mayfield is two different types of player. When he makes mistakes, they're not any good. When they get behind, they're not any good. When they can keep the game in the twenties. They can – they can. he's he's effective for sure. I do think there's a little value with this Philly team, though. They certainly are banged up. They certainly are hurt. But why are they favored? I mean, this is a, t- this is a team that you would think would be at least a pick and maybe getting points with how banged up they are. The reality mm-hmm. is that you don't just step into the playoffs and get things done immediately. Seven of the last eight Philly games on the road have gone under because they're not scoring much. Tampa Bay's defense has been good at home. Six of their last seven have gone under. I think a low-scoring game, and I think Philly actually gets there in the end. I don't trust Baker quite enough to win a playoff game. I like Jalen Hurts. I understand that he's dislocated his finger. We'll see what that becomes of that. But I like the uh, the, vet, the leaders. The, they've been there, done that uh, mentality that Philly will have even banged up. So I you get a little bit of value, go ahead and lay the points and play Philly.
1: Again, um joe uh we got joe wiz who's going to be joining us sorry joe Wiz is texting me right now we've got joe Wiz who's going to be joining us in about 15 minutes uh but that was fat jack professional handicapper joining us here on 98.7 ESPN like he does each and every night uh on friday nights for weekend wagers so thought it'd be great uh we get his picks and his place getting you locked and loaded for wild card weekends. uh the second half just started the Texans are up on Cleveland 24-14, to which does not bode well for me uh, because my money is on the Cleveland Browns, and the Texans get the ball to start off the second half. We'll see. What can this uh, Cleveland Browns defense dial up? Jim Shorts, uh, he's, uh, he's got his hands full with this rookie in, in C.J. Stroud. We'll see what happens. The last thing the Cleveland Browns need right now is for the Texans to put some more points on the board. So uh, we'll keep you posted right here on 90.7 ESPN. S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight corner pizza and get five dollars off with code eight save. That's the number eight. S A V E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any.
1: Mike McDaniels, uh, head coach of the uh, Miami Dolphins, talking about the uh, the weather conditions and the temperatures at Kansas City later on tonight. Um, it's just going to be absolutely brutal. Uh, it's going to feel like it's negative 20. And so how am I playing this one? Well, I do like Kansas City. I don't like the four and a half. So I'll use Kansas City as, as a money line parlay. And uh, I'll align that with, you know, um... uh maybe the Dallas Cowboys Uh, I'll 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 also use that I I like the Rams getting the three possibly three and a half so um, a lot of ways that you can use that Um, I already have a wager in in regard to the Browns winning this game against the Texans along with Kansas City on the money line so we'll see what happens obviously the Browns down by 10 right now not looking good but they do have the ball back. They were able to hold the uh, the Texans. They had to force... The Texans had to punt. So we'll see if uh, if the Cleveland Browns could get back on the board. But as for this Kansas City game, freezing conditions, and the Chiefs have thrived in these weather conditions. Yeah, it's going to be cold for everyone, but the Chiefs do better in these conditions. They live in these... I mean, the Dolphins are coming up from 85-degree weather in January. So you know it's <laughs> unfortunately um unfortunately it's a thing it's a thing <laughs> and and it's going to be and it's going to be a problem it's definitely going to be a problem so this is interesting you know the, the Miami Dolphins have never won a playoff game where a where kickoff temperatures were 46 degrees or colder i'll repeat that the Miami Dolphins in the history of the franchise have never won a playoff game where the temperatures were 46 degrees or colder. Tua is 0-4 as a starter as a quarterback in games where temperatures are 45 degrees or lower. On top of that, Miami's got a ton of linebackers that are hurt, uh, that they got hurt, injured in the Buffalo game. Um, so lackluster pass rush. Patrick Mahomes should have all day. Um, their Their corner... Uh, Howard is a big question mark. Not sure if he's going to be able to uh, to go t- tonight. Um, and the Dolphins Dolphins defense—they were on the field for seventy-seven plays last week. Seventy-seven plays. So short work week, having to go on the road to Buffalo in these—I I, I, mean—to Kansas City in these weather conditions, not good. Not good at all. So I do like Kansas City winning here. Um, also, here's a sneaky good play for you. The second half under at 21 and a half. The second half under at 21 and a half. Kansas City, all their games combined have an average score of 14 points in the second half. How about that? All nine home games, the under has hit in the second half. And Miami offensively have been pretty anemic in the second half. The last four games, Miami's offense has put up a total of 21 points. A total, the last four games in the second half of the last four games, a total of 21 points. So I think the second half under at 21 and a half points, I think is a sneaky good play tonight. Um, Some prop bets that I've got in this as well. I've got two under 230 and a half passing yards. Um, This is a Kansas City Chiefs defense. They're they're quite elite uh, going up against the pass. So... um, so I do, I, so I do believe that, um. You know, you you've you've got, you've got a Kansas City defense that's coming after Tua in weather conditions that he's not going to be happy in. Also, I've got over rushing yards at sixty two and a half for Pacheco. I think uh, I think we're going to see a really heavy dose of Pacheco running the football tonight, and um and also I've got an anytime touchdown from Travis Kelsey. Because. Usually an anytime touchdown from Travis Kelsey is minus 200, which means you have to put down $200 to win a hundred dollars for Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown, but Travis Kelsey hasn't scored a touchdown in six games, six games. So what does that mean? Um, it means that right now it's at plus plus one ten. So now you only have to lay hundred dollars down to win $110. If Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown, he's got 11 touchdowns in 14 playoff games, with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback, so um, so I, I I do I do believe that uh, I do believe that we're uh, we're we're gonna hopefully uh, we get Travis Kelsey in the end zone. Anyway, all right, quick break. We come back. We'll hear from uh, Joe Wiz. He's got his own gambling show here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Next, ninety eight point seven ESPN.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety eight point seven ESPN.
1: Uh, Joe Wiz joins us now. He's got his own gambling show here on 98.7 ESPN. Joe, how you doing?
2: Hi, Anita. I hope you stay warm, getting ready for the first frigid weather of the season.
1: Uh, me or the Dolphins?
2: Well, everybody, right? But here in the Northeast, it's going to be cold. But in, uh, in, uh, out in Arrowhead, that's another story. It's beyond frigid. I mean, what is this? they going to be the coldest NFL game ever in history?
1: They're, they're saying that it, it, it very well, there's a possibility that that could be the case. And how crazy is it that if the Dolphins just would have won one of their last two games in the season against the Ravens and the Bills, they'd be home right now in 85-degree weather.
2: Yeah, it's such a contrast. And, uh, you know, you take a look at how things happen. And, you know, the Dolphins just have been so banged up with injuries. Even when they went to Baltimore, they were banged up. And last week against Buffalo, they gave it their best effort. But, you know, the injuries, uh, the t- you know, it's a long season. The uh, people don't realize how much of a toll it takes. And, obviously, um, we see it today or tonight.
1: All right, so let's break it down, Joe. Let's uh, Let's start with... The game tonight, the Miami Dolphins in Kansas City, we've just been talking about how the weather conditions are supposed to be absolutely brutal. Uh, This line now has gone from 4.5 to 5.5. The over-under is 43.5. How are you playing this one?
2: Yeah, the logical play would be to go the under, right? Anita. I mean, the totals are forty-three and a half. I mean, Kansas City this year, Anita. Everyone thinks they have this high-scoring, high offense, but they really haven't played that well at home this year. They lost to the Raiders uh, recently. They lost to Buffalo. They lost to the Eagles. And opening night, they lost to the Detroit Lions. So, you know, if you had these two teams healthy, obviously it's not the scenario. Um, you know, Miami would probably be. Uh, I would give them the edge in this game here. Um, Kansas City just eleven and six overall for the season, 9-7 and seven against the spread here. The lines are 5. Um, I'm playing the under the game here, but I'm also giving Miami a shot here, uh, plus 5. I took the 5 here. Whenever I see the number at 5, I know it sounds crazy, but whenever I see a number at 5, both in the NFL or in college, uh, I normally lean towards a dog in those type of games here, and it wouldn't shock me if this game is decided by a field goal, but I do like the under the stronger play here. A lot Everyone's on Kansas City because of the cold weather, but listen, they're all human, and they're all going to play in the same conditions. I know that you know, all the stuff here and two is record one and six, playing in the sub fifty degree temperatures and all that other stuff here. But there's so much at stake here and I just don't trust Kansas City at home and I don't know if they can just turn on the light switch and play like their Super Bowl champions that they were last year.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm I'm stay I'm staying away from this line. If anything, uh I, I used Kansas City as a, a money line parlay. Um, I do believe Kansas City wins. Uh I don't like the line itself and I just because of the weather conditions, I, I don't like this game at all. So um, but it will be interesting to watch. Uh tomorrow now only two games, not three because the Pittsburgh Steelers Bills game was moved to uh Monday afternoon. So the Green Bay Packers going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas have been really phenomenal at home, favored by seven. The over under is fifty and a half. I like the over here. That's my play. How are you playing this one?
2: Yes. That's exactly what I did, Anita. I put it up on Twitter. I tagged you, so I hoped you saw it on Twitter at Joe with Sports. I give out the over in the game here, and you know if you go back to the history of these two teams here, Green Bay has given Dallas tons of fits here. They're 9-1 and one against Dallas, and I know it's the history uh, prior when Rodgers and Favre was around, an eight and 8-2 and against the spread. Uh, Dallas has scored 299 points at home this year, and every game they've scored 30 or more points, with the exception of their last game against the Detroit Lions here. Um, and I think Green Bay is going to be able to put some points on the board as well, um, and I like the over as well. The totals are 15 and a half, and took it down to 50. Um, they met last year uh, in, in Lambeau when uh, Green Bay won that game 31-28 over time, but um, I think we're going to see an offensive shootout on both sides here, Um, but I I do lean towards the over in this game here, and I do expect it to be uh, closer than the uh, spread might indicate. Uh,
1: One game that I think is probably the one that I'm most looking forward to, and that's the Rams going up against the Detroit Lions. A lot of storylines here, obviously, with golf and and Stafford going up against their former teams. The Lions favorite at home at minus three. The over-under is 51 and a half. How are you playing this one? Yeah,
2: when you look at it here, Anita, there are so many storylines here. Uh, back in 2018, L.A. traded golf, and Stafford got, went over to L.A., and then he won the Super Bowl two years later. Uh, the Lions have struggled down the, you know, down the road. They haven't played that well at the end of the season. Um, and normally when I look at teams, I always look at who has the better defense. And the Rams have the better defense, and they are getting three points. So you have to take that into consideration here. Right now, I'm leaning towards the visiting team here. I'm going with the team with the better defense here. The Lions' defense is terrible, uh, but their offense is very good. But the Rams' offense is just as good with Stafford and Cup, etc. cetera. And um, I think with the experience factor and the playing on the road, I don't think it's going to be too much of a factor. Um, this game is going to be decided late. It wouldn't shock me whoever wins this game is going to be decided by a field goal. Uh, so, uh taking the better defensive team at plus 3 with with the uh, visiting team the Rams.
1: By the way, uh Joe Flacco another pick 6. Joe Flacco just tossed another pick 6 so the Texans have two pick 6s in this game back to back well not back to back but like one play <laughs> away and um, and now are, uh, are are up by they they have 38 points. Um not sure if this is the time that now you, you take Joe Flacco out of the game uh, because obviously his uh, his his mind is uh, is is not right <laughs> is not right. All right, let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills. This very interesting here, right? Like this is a Steeler Bills game that was supposed to be played tomorrow, at one o'clock. Snow, same like you know winter mix, cold, all of that. So um, the Steelers were getting nine, the over/under was thirty-three and a half. Because now it's being played on Monday at four thirty. Weather conditions are not supposed to be as brutal. Now the Steelers are getting ten, and the over/under now has jumped up to thirty-seven. So, what do you make of those changes and and the weather in this matchup?
2: You know, I had really liked Pittsburgh playing tomorrow because I felt that the weather favored the Steelers. Let's not forget, Buffalo lost last year to Cincinnati in the playoff game in the snow, but I felt that if it was snowy and windy, that would neutralize Josh Allen, although Josh Allen, you know, he he has a propensity to a lot of interceptions in either legally, Um, so I just felt that the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're playing from a a cold-weather team here, and Mason Rudolph has done played very well. I mean, he didn't play great against Baltimore, but he did get the job done, even against Baltimore towards second string. I know Watt's not in it. Um, I still lean towards the Steelers getting double digits. Anytime I can get double digits in any NFL game, I'm normally looking towards playing the dog here. Um, Nobody is giving the Steelers a chance in a game. Um, Getting 10, it's still going to be cold. It's still going to be windy. You know, Buffalo could win in advance of this game here. um, But I think that getting 10 with Pittsburgh um, in a playoff game I think that's the only route to go. It's still going to be windy and cold, and a lot of people take into consideration the rain, the wind, the snow. But indeed, the wind is the biggest factor in all of these games here, and I'm going to be curious and be monitoring what the wind wind is going to be like. That game goes Monday at 4:30, um, so I'm going to be curious to see what the wind is. But yeah, it's interesting. The total went from 34 to 37, but we'll see what the wind the wind conditions are. I'm not too worried about the snow. The wind is the factor. Uh,
1: any play on the Eagles Bucks game on Monday night? Could be a snoozer.
2: Well... Yeah, well, you know, you take a look at it here. Two teams that are, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles have struggled down the stretch last week, as we know. They lost to the Giants. Uh, Tampa's getting uh, three. The line's probably going to drop in here. I see some two-and-a-half starting to surface. Uh, right now, I'm leaning towards Tampa in this game here. Brown's out for the uh, Eagles, so that's a big factor as well. And um, I'm not sure if the Eagles can turn it around either. They, they lost back-to-back games to Arizona at home in a game they needed for the NFC. And then, of course, the Giants game you know, last week, they kind of knew that Dallas was playing in playing Washington, so they didn't put much emphasis into it. So um, you got to take the home dog with, the, uh, with Tampa because if, if Eagles do win that game, it's going to be a nail-bite. It's going to go right down to the wire. So why not go with the team that's playing a little bit better? Because uh, Tampa has been playing okay last week. They, you know, against Carolina, they, went, you know, they won the game not much. But other than that, prior to that, they had lost the one game to the Saints at home, but they had won three in a row. I take Baker Mayfield over Jalen Hurts right now.
1: Yeah, I, listen, but here's the thing, they're both they're both banged up. Uh, to me, I might play the under here. Um, you know, you you've got Baker Mayfield who's doing with I want to say like it's an ankle and a back injury as well. Um so before we let you go, I, I'm on until 7:30 tonight and we're leading into of course the Knicks game against the Memphis Grizzlies. And the Knicks have been really really phenomenal ever since they traded for OG. Um what, 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 are you looking, what are you looking at here? I'm trying, to call, I'm trying to call up the line right now on my computer. So um, we got a you've got the Knicks, their favorite, 11 and a half. Yeah. 11 and a half, and the over-under is 220. So how are you playing this one?
2: Well, when you take a look at it, ever since the Knicks made the trade, Anita, every game with the exception of Thursday night's game when Kyrie Irving went nuts has gone under the total. And for the season, the Knicks go under more than 50% of the time. And Memphis, forget about it. I'm looking on their injury report right now, Anita. We know about Moran, but Smart is out. Rose has been out forever. Clark, Bain, uh, Aldama. Their lineup today looks like Jacob Gilliard, Luke Kennard, uh, v. Williams, who I'm not even sure who that is, David Roddy, and Tillman. And Knicks are favored by 11. I'm not interested in laying 11. Uh, you know, Brunson's a game-time decision. The totals are 220, and Memphis played last night. I always look at the consideration where these teams play. They lost to the Clippers last night. Um, I like the under in this game. The total is 220. Knicks... I don't even think they need Brunson to beat Memphis here. I'm not interested in laying the 11. It's going be a little lower, but under 220, uh, Memphis has gone under. Gone under the for the season, 60% of their games have gone under the total. Knicks have gone under one game under 500 for the season. They go under. So my play here is the under, especially if Brunson doesn't play.
1: Uh, last but not least, before we let you go, you're on some college basketball action tonight at 8 o'clock is tip off. Drake going to begin Southern Illinois. Uh, Drake is uh, favored by two on the road. The over-under is 136 and a half.
2: You, know, you take a look at it here, Anita, some people aren't paying attention to that college basketball this time of the year, with March Madness coming up in another month or so, but this Missouri Valley Conference is very interesting, because you have a team like Drake, who's in first place, you've got teams like Indiana State, Southern Illinois, Belmont and Bradley, Southern Illinois uh, is 12-4, and four. they've won six in a row, Anita, and 11-4 and four against the spread here, I feel the wrong team is favored here, I, t- I like Southern Illinois, when I saw the opening line in this game, I thought they were favored by two, uh, Drake's coming off a big win on Wednesday night they beat Indiana State for first place Uh, but Drake has struggled on the road this year they lost their last two road games at Belmont at UAB Um, right now Salukis that's Southern Illinois 11 and 4 against a spread the home dog I'm going with Southern Illinois to knock off uh, knock off Drake in plus the two they won't need the two points
1: um, you can get Southern Illinois on the money line at plus 110, just FYI, if you do agree with Joe Wiz and feel that the wrong team is favored here. Uh, Joe, uh, your show, folks could tune into every Saturday at 8 a.m. That's correct?
2: Yes. That is correct. Every Saturday at 7 a.m., we're going to miss everyone on Sunday mornings, but you know times change, and uh, there's only uh, some NFL left over on Sundays. But we're on every Saturday morning, and of course, people can catch me on Twitter at Joe with Sports. We put our free picks up every day, seven days a week, and on Instagram, same thing, Joe with Sports. And either so, uh, hopefully, we can make some money for people.
1: You got it. Uh, good luck this weekend, Wild Card Weekend. Thank you. You got it. Uh, again, uh, just to get you up to speed before we take a break, the Texans up on the Cleveland Browns, 38-14. to 14, Joe Flacco, two interceptions, not just interceptions, two pick sixes. So Houston, uh, their defense has been able to put up 14 points. Um, man, it, this has just been an absolute disaster for Joe Flacco. We'll be right back. 98.7 ESPN.